Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Thursday, October 19th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Joe in Israel. More aid for everyone. Trump supporter thrown in jail and the most expensive place to live. It's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Joe Biden wrapped up his trip to Israel. Meanwhile, Iran's foreign minister tweeted, time is over for Israel. And the Iranian embassy in Syria tweeted, time is up. Saudi Arabia said the bombing of the hospital in Gaza by Israel was a, quote, heinous crime committed by the Israeli occupation forces. That's Saudi Arabia. That hospital story is incredible. So yesterday, almost every media outlet reported that Israel dropped a rocket on a hospital in Gaza and 500 people were killed. And reporters, just without an ounce of critical analysis, just accepted it as fact. And it took just a couple hours for there not only to be ample proof that it wasn't a bomb from Israel, but it was a bomb from Gaza that went sideways and landed in Gaza. And not only did not 500 people die, but maybe no one died and it didn't even hit a hospital, but landed in a parking lot, caused some damage to the cars. I suppose maybe worse than all that. The picture on the front page of the New York times was of a bombed out building. It wasn't that building. They used a picture of a random bombed out building on the front page of the New York times above the fold story. This is a potentially deadly combination of a race for clicks and a knee-jerk response to always believe the oppressed, which in this case is Hamas. Biden's team drafted a $100 billion foreign aid package that includes assistance to Israel and Ukraine. The bulk of it goes to Ukraine, $10 billion to Israel. Before Ukraine became a thing, Israel was the greatest recipient of foreign aid. A Trump supporter was just sentenced to seven months in prison because of a meme he posted on his Twitter account to 59,000 followers. He was charged with election interference, accused of, quote, a scheme to deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. What did he do? He made a picture of Hillary Clinton, and the text said, save time, avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925. The judge called this nothing short of an assault on our democracy. U.S. News & World Report ranking the five most expensive places to live. Seven of the top ten are in California. Number five, Santa Barbara. Number four, Miami. Number three, Honolulu. Number two, L.A. Number one, San Diego. 
Median home price is over a million dollars, 600,000 more than the national average. But the weather's nice. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Thursday, there are two socialists in this country who get an enormous amount of media attention. Senator Bernie Sanders and Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Sanders is a hardcore Marxist who believes Americans should subjugate themselves to a federal government which will dictate who has what and control almost every aspect of life. His prevailing philosophy is that capitalism oppresses people and the free marketplace should not be free. Miss Alexandria is different. She's a trendy socialist who has few solutions to serious problems. Her lack of understanding about how the world works is simply frightening. The latest is her call for a ceasefire in the Hamas-Israel conflict. Ocasio-Cortez does not believe Israel should destroy Hamas. But what about that terror group killing thousands of innocent Israeli civilians? If a ceasefire is achieved, then Hamas would not be destroyed and could massacre people again, right? The congresswoman cannot answer that question because she's not smart enough to answer it. She shows her ignorance every time she's interviewed. No solutions all the time. My prediction for Miss Alexandria is that she will find a safe place on The View. Down the road, we will see her as a well-paid co-host. She still won't know anything, but at least she'll be in her element. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, let's go to the mail. Wayne, concierge member. And again, concierge membership, BillOReilly.com. O'Reilly Mayorkas is not doing a bad job. He is doing exactly what he's been told to do, which is open up the border and get as many people in here as fast as possible so they can vote. That's a bad job, Wayne. Violating immigration law is a bad job. I don't care what he's told to do. You're told to do something that you shouldn't do, you resign. Bad job. Kevin Wheeler, British Columbia, Canada. Um, what do you make... Of the recent reporting that Netanyahu has been encouraging the Arab countries to prop up Hamas along with Iran in order to undermine any possibility of a two-state solution. Oh, conspiracy, dumb stuff. That's what I make of it. Leona Kearns, Augusta, Georgia. I'm so angry the Democrats are deliberately stalling the election of Speaker of the House. No, they're not. Democrats have nothing to do with it. 
Democrats are never going to vote for a Republican to be Speaker of the House ever under any circumstances. They're not the ones doing it. It's uh, Gates and all those people. Come on, you got to be fair. Lois Buell, Tucson, Arizona, your remarks about the left-term Marist College mirror taken mirrors exactly what happened at my alma mater, Hartwick. It's in upstate New York. I know it. Look, many colleges have veered sharply to the left. And your alumni, if you don't like that, don't give them any money. Mike Zackham, Latrobe, Pennsylvania, love the no-spin news. He reported that much of the millions raised by the Democratic Party comes from Hollywood people. I know you say you're not a boycott person, but I am, and I'm not going to watch these films. Well, look, the entertainment industry is listing, let's put it that way. <clears throat> it's not in good shape at all. And uh, I, I mean, I'll go to see a movie if I'm interested in it, but I know who's behind the Hollywood stuff. I don't like them, but I'm not going to let it you know, seep into my life at that level. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 240 years ago today, British General Charles Cornwallis surrendered his army to George Washington. The capitulation ended England's chances of winning the Revolutionary War. Here is the story behind the Battle of Yorktown. Lord Cornwallis was the most successful British general during the fight for America's independence. In 1776, he successfully drove the Continental Army out of New Jersey. Four years later, he crushed General Horatio Gates' Patriot forces in South Carolina. However, by the summer of 1781, Britain was losing the war. The remaining Redcoats gathered on the Virginia coast in the city of Yorktown. In September, Washington and French General Lafayette sieged the village with a combined fighting force of 20,000 men. The American army surrounded the town on land. The French Navy prevented any escape by sea. On October 19th, Cornwallis conceded defeat. Under his command, 8,000 soldiers and 900 sailors surrendered. Although the war persisted in the Atlantic Ocean and other theaters, the Patriot victory at Yorktown ended combat in North America. Peace negotiations dragged on into 1782, and on September 3, 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed, formally recognizing the United States as a free and independent nation. And here's something else you might not know. Despite giving the order, General Cornwallis refused to participate in the surrender ceremony. Under the Protocols of War, Cornwallis should have made an appearance 
at the formal surrender, handing George Washington his personal saber or pistol. The English general told his subordinates that he was sick that day. He couldn't make it. So he dispatched his second in command to hand over the sword to Washington. For more amazing stories about America's struggle for independence, please check out my book, Killing England. You will thank me on that. Back after this. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith.